Yo, we back. This is a special. This ain't this. This ain't a numbered episode. Not a uh, mind read yeah, podcast. Is. This is more so a a special episode. No, this is this episode is... eight twenty four. Okay, Max. I mean, okay, eight twenty four, eight twenty four. This is episode eight twenty four. Uh, special episode with Kobe Bryant since this is the one year anniversary of Kobe's passing. This was Dark's idea. I'm giving the credit. It was his idea to do the episode. Just to, uh, I guess, you know, <laughs> talk about our love for Kobe and, you know, I guess favorite moments and how we feel about Kobe and stuff like that. Uh, last year when this happened, I had did a YouTube video kind of talking about it. So I'm going to say some stuff, but I'm going to more so let y'all, you know, get y'all say in. So I'm not the emotional bitch out here. Uh, Man, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. So uh, before we do, it was I had it up here. Where the fuck is it at? Before we start it, before we really like get into it, we know this is the first, the, the one year anniversary of his passing. But, you know, I want to be, Kobe been getting a lot of love all day, but a lot of people died that day. So, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad I was going to say that too. It's not just Kobe um, that was lost. Or it's not just Kobe's life that was lost in that accident. Um, it was, you know, a whole helicopter full of people. And I feel like that's one thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to get to that as well. Uh, one thing that I've been seeing a lot of online is, uh, oh, it wasn't just him. Oh, there were other people in the Like, we know that, yo, we know that. And we're not dismissing them at all or their families or the lost lives. You know, it's just those people weren't legends in a, a, a professional sport that's we didn't have a connection to them exactly yeah, yeah. that's just it, yeah. it, it's just not no we're still gonna remember them you know it's still you know love lost and you know our condolences to the families and those that lost the loved ones in that you know in the accident but they didn't reach out and touch the world like kobe bryant did you know that's just how it is so like and if you feel that way bro slap yourself that's how i feel and like genuinely it's not like fuck up yourself it's not like they're not remembered because I'm pretty sure their families and their loved ones are remembering them too. A hundred percent, absolutely. I did want to, you know, uh, at least pay some respects to them since we're doing this episode. So I got the rest of the names up because I didn't remember all of them. But yo, I'm yo, my this is why I fucked with y'all because I literally got the exact same thing right in front of me. In case you didn't address it or nobody else, I was gonna do the. This is why I fucked with y'all for real, for real. Go ahead, proceed, King. I'm glad y'all did uh, I'm damn sure you get their names. Well, you've been at work today, so. Yeah, so you get a slight pass, yeah. Uh, obviously, first of all, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryant. Rest in peace to Peyton Chester, Sarah Chester, Alyssa Altabella, Altabelli, Curry Altabelli, John Altabelli, Christina Mauza, and Ara Zabayan. I'm sorry if I fucked up that last name. I probably did. I'm not sure, but you know, God do respect. You know, if I fucked it up, sorry. But <clears throat> let's get into it. The discussion. Uh, who want to go first? Let Derek go first. All right, Derek. I think he got his mic muted right now. He might be doing something. All right, my bad, y'all. Okay. I was running in the running the living room, grabbing some more alcohol real quick. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um. So, I mean, I don't know. However you <laughs> no, want to start it, whatever you want to say, go ahead. Ain't no script. Man. Ain't no nothing. Well, we ain't never got no yeah, script. I was about to, yeah, I was about to say, it really ain't never no script. Man, really, it's just, 
it's one of those things, man. As a as a Spurs fan going on, I saw a lot of that, man. Hated that man at times. Hated the Lakers. Grew up anti-Lakers, anti-LA as a whole. And then it just gets to a point in your life <clears throat> as a fan of a sport where you just got to swallow all that bullshit, really respect the man for what he's doing and, like, what he does on the court. I, I was literally a kid growing up, you know, rooting for the Spurs. But then when I went to the playground, I'm trying to mimic the shit that Kobe Bryant was doing against the team that I loved the most. It's just that's the type of impact that this man had on <clears throat> had on a lot of people. Um, I really don't even know, like, in what direction to go because my head's just all over the place when it comes to this because it really, really fucks me up. Um, I've never really in my life had a celebrity death that fucked me up as much as Kobe Bryant, which is crazy to say out loud and really, like, crazy to just think about. Um, like, when I first heard the news, it hurt, fucked me up. I was like, it just seems surreal. And then the when I found out that his daughter was on board with him, that, like, I, I cried like a bitch. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I didn't because this is something that, like, it's one thing to lose, you know, somebody that kind of has impacted you in a lot of different ways. <clears throat> but uh, the love of a child is something that I don't know. I can't comprehend. A lot of my friends know that, you know, I've had people come and vent to me about kids. There's you no know, shit like that. Like, I don't know what to say to you. That's just the type of love that I don't understand that I can't comprehend. So for me to imagine that 30 seconds to a minute from the moment that the helicopter engine started failing to the moment that it hit the ground, just the thought of Kobe Bryant you know, on board with his daughter, holding his daughter, just whatever he was saying to her, like, God damn, boy, that shit. I couldn't imagine, yo. I just, I really couldn't imagine. Um, oh, no, I'm going to let one of y'all take the race. I really don't even know where else to go. I'm, oh, no. Go ahead, Jerome. I mean, you don't you know have to just speak on, you know, that day. You can speak on. No, you know, no, 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 no. I wasn't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your no, favorite no, I mean, moments absolutely. or something. So, yeah. Go um, ahead. Say whatever you need to say. Say what you need. You to talk say. your ass <laughs> off any other time, nigga. Shit. I mean, I mean, I do, bro. I really do. I do. I do. It's just, man. Like it seems like we really got it, but now that I'm in the moment, it's like, damn. Like there's so much that I want to say, bro, about this man that I don't even know, like where to begin. It's kind of crazy. Um, first and foremost, I've been. I, oh, man, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big troll. Social media. Any, anything that you yeah. said me, seen me say. <laughs> shut up, nigga. Anything you've seen me say on social media about Kobe that was in any type of negative way. I was 100% trolling. Um, this man is a, a legend in the game, man. Uh, his work ethic, um, his influence, I mean, his uh, his his stronghold on, um, you know, being the best player in the league for years. Um, just so many different things. The way that he impacted a lot of different players. I saw one of my favorite Kobe stories, fam, is uh, – <laughs> how he used to make his high school teammates play games, one-on-one -on -one games to 100. <laughs> and even on his worst game, fuck? I think, even in his worst game, bro, look it up. I think he, I think he won uh, 112, was the most points that any of his high school teammates ever scored on this man. And that's just, that's a, as a high schooler, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, I don't know, he's one of those dudes. Another one, probably my second favorite Kobe Bryant story. Uh, Ew, my bad. Um, I got lost. Cool. Wait, what's what's up? He was gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but probably my second favorite COVID story was um whatever he told his trainer. Oh man, off the top of my head, I can't think of his name. I'm a little saucy. 
Uh, but he was like, I want to start implementing bike riding into my into my workout regimen. This man went on a 40-mile bike ride through Las Vegas in the desert, ended at 2 a.m. and was in the gym by 6 a.m. the next morning. Um, I remember whenever Blake Griffin had first heard about that, he was just fascinated by that story, bro. Like, it's just, it's crazy how one man um, can can turn, you know, even the people that hate him the most, as, you know, like I said, as a Spurs fan, I despise this dude, yo. Like, he was a spur killer. Like, he really was, him and Shaq. Um, it's just surreal, even to this day, that this man is not walking this earth. Um, he accomplished so much in his life, and I was really – I knew for a fact we weren't done seeing his impact, you know, on this nation, on the game, on, you know, on his community. Um, and I just – man, it's just – it's really sad to see, for real, for real. I, I, I really miss I miss seeing I miss seeing the bean man out there on the court, bro. I miss, you know, and obviously he retired before he passed, but just just hearing from him, watching his interviews. And like today I've been watching a few of his, you know, them old Kobe Bryant interviews and you know, them them old them old uh interviews of other players and their experiences with Kobe Bryant and like man, it's just it's surreal, bro. It really is. And I, I hate to keep using that word, but it's just, I still can't comprehend the fact that this man was really taken from us the way that he was. <clears throat> That's it? You good? I don't know. When y'all yeah. when when pick up? When y'all pick it up? All right, go on. So, my favorite Kobe Bryant moment would have to be <laughs> so many, man. It's just Right. Well, will probably be, and it's gonna sound crazy because y'all know I'm a Sixers fan. Mm-hmm. But when fucking AI went out and cooked Kobe for like 41, and then every time after that, Kobe made it his point to just fucking annihilate AI. Whenever they played from a defensive end, I mean, he was taking AI, who is one of the one of the all time greats, just just took him out the fucking game. Like every time we saw him, and it and it happened, and that was during the regular season when they met in the finals, and AI cooked him again. Remember that game one, that historic game one AI had for the rest of that finals. It, it was over, and it was just like. At the time, you know, I hated it. And then, you know, growing up, like, I was never a Kobe fan because I was a, I was a Sixers fan. And when I first really – like, basketball was my first love. You know, that I you know when I was a little kid living in Philly, you couldn't tell me I wasn't AI going to the NBA. You know, so I had a disdain for Kobe. You know, but I respected his greatness. And then growing up, it was the same thing. Because y'all know, y'all know very well, I'm a LeBron fan. So, you know, our entire upbringing has been LeBron versus Kobe. You know what I'm saying? That's just been, that's just been it. It. Needless to say, I love Kobe. You know, I love what he did for the game. But I was a LeBron guy. You know, that's that's my guy. But the just the, the admiration and respect that I have for Kobe and how he approached, approached the game, was just it's out of this world. 
you know, and I had my um my best friend Irwin, was my best friend on the team, <laughs> on the team in college. This is the biggest Kobe fan I've ever met in my life. And I know a lot of Kobe fans. This nigga, we were arguing. We were in the locker room arguing LeBron versus Kobe. And I was, I was <laughs> murdering him with the facts. Like, I was just killing him. And this nigga started crying, like, real tears. Like, hard to cry. Fuck that. I love Kobe, nigga. Mama for life. <laughs> like, and, and, like, was... And it, you know, cause he a, he's a funny nigga, so I thought he was clowning until I seen the tears, like the love that this man had for Kobe. And this was back in 2014. Yeah, this was 2014, 2015. Nigga was you still know, playing. This is when Kobe was still dealing with was was starting to you know decline because of the injuries and stuff like that. This is around that time. He was just man, fuck that man. I love Kobe just. Going the fuck in, he was going in back and forth between uh English and uh Creole because he was Haitian. So he was oh, doing a, going back and forth. He was going off, right? Man, I called that nigga the day Kobe died. Nah, I actually called him like two days later. Cause uh I knew he was fucked up. And he was still fucked up. He's still fucked up to this day. Yeah. It, it just impacted him that much and like, and I felt that because, like, when I saw that shit, my fucking stomach dropped. I said, man, this can't be real. Fuck out of here. Like, like, it, it it brought me all the way back to when Nipsey died. Like, my, like, it's like the world stopped. My world stopped when I saw that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really, I don't really be fucked up behind celebrity deaths, but Kobe Bryant fucked me up badly. You know what I'm saying? And I have to say my second favorite Kobe moment. Man. It will probably be. Oh, man. It's so hard to narrow it down. Man, I'm telling you. And you, you know what's crazy? Why are you thinking about that? I didn't even think. Of, I didn't even think about naming my favorite Kobe moment. Um, that's what I was telling you, nigga. You said what? That's what I was telling you. I was saying name like you know. I know. Kobe <laughs> moments or something. Bro, I'm hey, bro, y'all put me on the spot. I was like, oh shit, it's happening. I told you I'm a little saucy, man. Chill out. <laughs> I should have should have wrote down all these thoughts I was thinking throughout the day when I was like, this could be a good idea. Um, no, nah, but my favorite Kobe moment was probably that shot over the signs, man. Yeah. That boy the pulled shot up what? when he that, when he pulled up um pulled up on the, uh, Phoenix from the elbow. Oh yeah, to, uh, to bury yeah. the boy. That was just one of those like to this Talking day that, uh, that playoff series. Yeah, to this day, bro. If I if I shoot I shoot a piece of paper into the trash can, bro, and it goes in, I can give him that fucking Kobe fist up. That little that little boy, just that look on his face, like that's just oh my. I don't know what it is about that shot, bro. Maybe it's because I was watching it live. I mean, I was watching a lot of Kobe's best moments live, and I don't know something about that shot. Maybe it's because I, I don't like—I don't know—I really don't have a reason as to why. It's either that one or the shot that he made over J.R. Smith. And uh, I want to say it was Game Three against yeah. the Nuggets in the West Finals. That man pulled up, shot that little scissor kick three over J.R. Smith to give him a one-point lead. Jeez, it's you know. Just, it's 
is because, like, so, you know, Kobe's from Philly. And, right. like, the city of Philly loves Kobe, but he also beat Philly in the finals. So it's just like, my, my nigga, like, it was always a toss and turn thing. But I'd honestly have to say my second favorite moment from Kobe was when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and his reaction to it. Like, I, uh, it just, <clears throat> I remember that. It was just like that. he was holding his daughter, and it was, it was just like it, you know, it brought it like it made it that much sweeter that fucking like me and Kobe root for the same team, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it was just so sweet to, cause y'all know I was, you know, I was acting a plum ass. And uh, to see, you know, Kobe Bryant just have sharing this, sharing that moment with me. Yeah, with facts. Me. It's like the cherry on top of what was already a great night for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, I'm, 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 I'm already expecting. You know, you know, I know Kevin Hart's hype. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's like, he's the face of Philadelphia entertainment right now. You know what I'm saying? At the time, Meek Mill was in jail, but I, I would, I know he was hype. You know, we sacrificed Meek. <laughs> Yeah, I was just about to say, y'all sacrificed me for that bowl. We definitely did sacrifice Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's it, it looking like he might have to go sit back down right now. You feel me? <laughs> it's looking rough. But, uh, yeah, like, it, it, it's just like having that, sharing that moment with Kobe, you know, obviously I didn't know the nigga, but y'all know what I'm saying. Like, just. Of course, was, of course. No, Absolutely. Because a lot of people forget, I mean, not necessarily you, but uh, it's one of those things that a lot of people don't know that he was a huge Eagles fan. A lot of people oh, wow. forget that he was from Philly. You know, a lot of people, so it's like, when you finally get this, like, when you see it for yourself, the man wearing, a, you know, a whole Eagles jersey, you know, popping off, like, it just... I, like, people, a lot of people forget these athletes are still human beings, and these athletes exactly. grew, grew, like, when, grew up rooting for teams it, like you and me. They forget, they forget. LeBron is a Cowboys fan. Like when the mm-hmm. fucking, like when the Cowboys are balling, and you see LeBron, you'd be like, "Fuck, this nigga is a Cowboys fan." Yeah. Shit. <laughs> you know? Or right for real, LeBron's a diehard. Uh, he's a diehard Ohio State fan. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just like you you forget that these these athletes grow up rooting for teams too. Like exactly. So you Damn, that's crazy. I never thought about it. Your favorite basketball player. As a fan of two teams that you hate the most, I, I can't, I can't stand. <laughs> That's funny. I never even thought about that, bro. That's crazy. I want, I want. I, I know we talk. I, I, I gotta say this. All right, so I told y'all I'm sitting in the car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking out, fucking window, the fucking mirror, on the driver's side, and I see this. You know the little, little the joint that. The disabled people or the old people be riding around there, right? Yeah. Granted, it's raining outside a little bit. Old nigga pulls up to me on the side, bro, in the parking lot with that joint. I muted the mic. I said, yo, I'm on the phone. What you need? He was like, my bad. You don't smoke, do you? I'm trying to get some cigarettes. I said, no, nah, yo, I don't, I don't smoke. He was like, all right, have a nice night. This nigga sped the fuck off in that bitch. What yo. the <laughs> Y'all couldn't hear me because my mic was muted, but I was dying. I'm sorry. No, I just had to no, say that, bro. No, you good. Good. That, bro. You good, you bro. You good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny. I wish 
man, I wish my saucy ass would have seen that dog. I'd have still been in tears. That, <laughs> yo, that's. <laughs> You know what? Proceed, man. Proceed, man. That shit was Nigga pulled up at a Walmart shopping cart and shit. Fucking Baltimore, bro. He's like, oh! Proceed. Oh, I I mean, I said my piece. You know, Mm -hmm. I I get all teary-eyed here, nigga, because the shit, like like I said, I wasn't the I wasn't the, the, uh, I wasn't the Kobe stand, you know. He was always a rival for my teams, even though he was from Philly. <clears throat> you know, he was for my for the teams I rooted for. He was always a rival, you know what I'm saying? So, man, and that's, you know, bro. Another 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 great Kobe moment though was the uh, the Kobe and LeBron Nike commercials with the puppets. Yo, <laughs> holy fuck! I forgot all about those commercials. Yo. Fire. I fucking love those commercials. Those commercials was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, hey, my favorite Kobe LeBron moment though, when the All Star game. Say, oh, was, I, I, I going, knew it. Yeah. When they was going back and forth, and that boy LeBron walks up on him and shakes his head like, "Yeah, nigga, I got you. I'm on you, bro." I watched that. I watched that. And Kobe uh, highlights. His ass. I watched. He did. I watched highlights of that All Star game today, bro. And I'm not gonna lie, dog. And I tell you, there was a whole knot in my throat, like. Man, that shit's just crazy. Like, I'm I'm actually proud of myself because, like, I was I mean, like I said, I've been watching you know interviews and videos and shit all day long. And at one point, I turned that shit off and just go smoke for a second because I was legit making myself depressed. It wasn't like, you know, a, like a real ass you know sadness or a real ass depression, but it was definitely bringing like, man, fuck, like this dude's really gone, yo. Like somebody that I like, as I alluded to, like somebody that I could not stand for years. It's like, damn, bro, like he it. The playoffs wouldn't have been the playoffs if my Spurs didn't have to see the Lakers every year. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it just we, – we looked forward to those battles. And when we finally got over that hump, man, it's crazy because us getting over that Lakers hump with Kobe, boy, we felt like we'd already won the chip. When we finally were able to stand up and, you know, give them a fight and we, and we were finally able to beat them to get to the playoffs – or to get to the finals, man. It was just – it was one of them things. It's like, yo, we – we did it. It was kind of like Peyton Manning's moment getting past Brady finally. Like, yo, we, we finally got past these dudes. And man, it's just it's crazy. That's just wild. Well, I guess I'll go now. Uh despite the fact that without the Lakers and the Spurs being in the way that my Mavericks will have more championships, <laughs> I grew up a Kobe fan. Uh mm-hmm. I've said this, I said this when he passed, but when I was like, you know, in my early 20s and, you know, close to my mid-20s is where I started gaining the confidence that I do now. And like Kobe's watching Kobe Bryant and his mentality and the way he carried the game and the way he carried himself had a lot to do with that. So he had a big impact on me. But that day, I remember that day like it was yesterday. Like it was, I, I, I don't remember what exact day it was, like a Sunday or something, but I knew I was chilling in my room. I was chilling, and the uh, the homie Pierre, the one that I had on the podcast, like when I first started it, one of his tweets came through my phone. It was like "Rest in peace, Kobe." I'm like, "Damn, it's another Kobe or something that died or something." Like, what are you talking about? So I said, "Let me search this shit because it can't be Kobe Bryant." So I search it on Twitter. It's not trending. So I'm like, "If Kobe did, it got to be trending." So I search his name. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, I'm still not saying much except for, you know, like, yeah, a few things. But the only people that said that had broke the news was TMZ. And around that time, you know, TMZ was still, uh, you know, there was still TMZ. from somebody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, they, they had already but started to kind the of whole Kobe thing kind of started like, hey, if TMZ say it, it's probably true. Yeah. So I kind of waited because I ain't really want to, you know, like overreact. And it's not him because the Internet killed John Witherspoon like three times before he actually died. Oh, so, they're constantly killing people off on the internet. I fucking hate for, that shit. For, for no reason. At all. So when I finally had got the confirmation, I had uh, told my mom and I just like broke down. Like, I didn't, it wasn't like getting teary eyed. Like, I cried like a family member died or something. Like, yeah. weeping, like for real. And I remember I cried twice that day. I cried then. And then when I found out Gigi died too, I cried again, like Bro. hard, like that shit fucked me like, up. Gigi, like I know Gigi, Gigi was like you know I'm not saying his favorite, but she was the most like him, like yeah. Oh, she was gonna dominate like to the team. WNBA one day, bro. She I was, was so excited for that. I was so excited for it. I was if, too. Obi was. If anybody was gonna bring viewers to the WNBA like they wanted, it was gonna be that girl right there. But uh, I have not watched Kobe highlights since he's passed away. Damn, really? I, can't I have not watched. Uh, I haven't watched any Kobe highlights. And I, you know and I haven't really done it on purpose just to stay away. I just haven't done it. I just It's just like a subconscious thing. Like Now that you I say that, I think today might have been the first day that I've watched highlights since the day of his passing. Low-key, like, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's just, and, and for that same reason, it's not like, I did it on purpose. It's just something that I haven't really sought out to do. <clears throat> so the closest I've really come to it is uh not long after he died, ESPN was playing his uh final game. It was either ESPN or NBA TV. And you was on Facebook when, and pretending like you were watching it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that that was fire. I fucked with you. I fucked because I I was following your post. Like yeah, I that can't was remember. that was dope. I, I has I had said some I had said some crazy shit but yeah that shit was fun but other than that i haven't watched any kobe highlights but my favorite kobe moment is from this was my favorite year watching kobe his 2013 season like before he tore his uh achilles yeah he had a game against the raptors on march 8th and they were down and in kobe fashion team injured all season carrying a team on his back at like uh, what 34 years old, excuse me, 34 something years old, hitting the game, winning shot. My second favorite moment <laughs> what had to be him dropping 62 fucking points in three quarters on the Mavericks. Uh, how the fuck? I, I just don't. Why would I like that when this motherfucker yeah. is dropping 62 <laughs> points in three quarters on my team? But it's like it's team. like when the Saints was playing Patrick Mahomes and some of the stuff he was doing, I was like, fuck, I can't even, can't even, I be, can't mad. even be mad at that. What the fuck exactly. you want to do? Like, yeah, exactly. That's you just throw your best people. at him, you can't stop him. Exactly, exactly. But I was Kobe, uh, Kobe was one of the rare figures. Kobe was one of the few rare athletes that if you played your absolute best, he would still beat that ass. Like, that's 
that's the caliber of player he was. Like it's only a couple in any sport. It's only a handful of motherfuckers that are like that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Where you could play your best and it just you could play your best as a team and it just ain't mm-hmm. my favorite one of my favorite Kobe pictures. I can't remember the team they playing, but it's like four or five niggas on him and he's still pulling up for the jump shot, yo. <laughs> that was a, that was against the that was against the Raptors. I want to say was that, that the Raptors? It was against the Raptors. I don't think that was his 81-point game. And I, no, I that, that wasn't that. Nah. It was the game whenever he hit the three. It was the game when he hit the three. Talking about against the Bulls when the shot got blocked. The Bulls, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. This Yo. shit got blocked, though. Did it? Yeah. Okay, I remember yeah, a shot where there's like four motherfuckers on him. If you don't know the results, yeah. Okay. If you don't know the results of that shot, the picture is, the picture is cool. But if you know the results, then, yeah. yeah. But my favorite Kobe story was between him and I believe it was Tracy McGrady. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact words, but Kobe was, because Kobe was already in the league when Tracy McGrady came in. So he was, you know, giving them tips and telling them stuff like, he was like, no, you ain't got to, uh, you ain't got to go to the weight room and work out that early. What? Ain't nobody going to be there. Don't nobody do that. You got practice. Tracy McGrady saying, who was the first motherfucker in there when he went in there in the morning? It was Kobe <laughs> goddamn Bryant. <laughs> Kobe, yep. like, I saw, I didn't adapt it from him, but I'm just a naturally competitive person. So I kind of connected with him through that. Like, when Jerron fucking replied to uh, my story of me and Dave and Busters, that motherfucker had beat me two times in a row. That motherfucker had set a new high score on that game on me. That's why I started <laughs> shooting jump shots, nigga. Nah, Fuck that's that. funny. I want my wins back. Yeah, thanks. Um, you let a nigga set a high score and David Buster's on your ass? Yeah, that's and tough. And then I beat his ass two times in a row. I got my <laughs> I was fucking wins back. I was going to say, that's some average shit, but Mavericks ain't come back and win two times in a row. Seriously. Damn. How your Spurs doing right now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, we, yeah. Coming off a 20-year reign, you know, that's all. Yeah, it don't matter no more. Hold on, just like a Cowboys fan, like a motherfucker boy. Like I'm holding on to that (laughs) rain, like boy, like like Mufasa, nigga. Fuck you, Mufasa, let go. No, no, he ain't let go. No, Mufasa ain't let go. Right, exactly. (laughs) He was on. Fuck you, mean he was holding on for dear life. Y'all gonna have to pry my fingers off this fucking stuff. Those my two favorite Kobe moments. My favorite Kobe story. Uh, Yo, shout out to I'm the Mavericks because they did retire Kobe's number, 8 and 24. Yeah, they said no one on the Mavericks will ever wear that number. <laughs> I'll never forget that night he dropped 61 on y'all. I can't, I can't remember who it was that was um, calling that game. They're like the only guy that can stop uh, Kobe Bryant is Phil Jackson. Because he's, and he sent him the fourth quarter. He did. Well, no, no. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember if it was. I want to say that Phil said he tried to put Kobe back in and Kobe decided not to. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. All I know is um, he outscored our team in the first half. Through through third well through the third quarter, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, in the third through the third quarter. That's what I meant. He outscored yeah. our team. It was it was sixty two to like what? About about like three points, right? Or some shit. I don't know if it's embarrassing or you just no, gotta it respect wasn't, it. It wasn't it, a lot, it might, but it was Nah, fuck on. that. About, one person outscored it. One yeah, person I was scored a team in three quarters. <laughs> that's still embarrassing. <laughs> Regardless if it's by 20 or by a point, nigga. Like, that's still embarrassing, bro, bro. 
But I don't think it was by that much. But I do remember that. It wasn't by much, no. And then, of course, you got the the um, the famous non-flinch against Matt Barnes. I Yo. love listening. I love listening I to Matt Barnes it. talk about the. I love listening to Matt Barnes talk about Kobe in general because obviously, you know, Matt Barnes and Kobe they always had the bullshit. You know, because Matt Barnes was a he's a shit talking ass dude, and Kobe Bryant's not going to put up with that. Another you know, one of my favorite players of all time. Ass, the only nigga that stayed mad during a how long? How long? How far did this nigga drive to go fight Derek Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the only nigga the that stayed mad for nigga to ever live, bro. <laughs> I swear to you, I swear. Kobe Bryant stood up. He in definitely is. Enough, but even before that, he one of my favorite players of all time. I don't care when people Matt say, Barnes, "Hey, put a team together." Matt Barnes can play on my team any day. Matt Barnes sure. is one of the like greatest non, like non All Stars to ever play. Like a role like, player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by far. Bro, his role in that Warriors run, whenever they docked off your Mavericks when y'all was the one seed. Yeah, 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 Bro, no. Yo, and I'm not even trying to be petty right now. I swear to God, I'm not. I'm not. I swear. But, like, bro, his – I swear to God, I'm not. Because I'll turn around and bring up the Grizzlies knocking my my one seed Spurs off the following year, my nigga. Like, it is what it is. We all we all get knocked off. You know, it happens. Players fuck up. But, uh, yeah, Matt Barnes is definitely – he played a vital role in that, man. He was always one of my favorite players to watch, for real, for real. I know we kind of get off He always said uh, Kobe hit him up the next year like, hey, if you're crazy enough to fuck with me, you're crazy enough to play with me. That's, and that's how that motherfucker ended yes. up joining the Lakers. Which is – that's – I fucking love that, nigga. That's such a <laughs> – that's just, like, real recognized, real personified. But uh, I remember I was looking – I was just looking up the fucking Facebook memories last night. Just getting fucking emotional, like, oh my god, like this. Man. It's like at first I forgot the day was coming until it started getting close, and I'm like, oh shit, go have to relit this shit all over again. Mm-hmm. And the tributes are nice, you know. Uh, that fucking one that I posted with Michael B. Joy and then see you again oh, in the background. Yeah. First of all, if that song "See You Again" doesn't fucking get you emotional, you don't mm-hmm. have a soul, bro. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, it's, there's oh, only man. two celebrity deaths in history that's made me cry, and that's Kobe and that's Paul Walker. Yeah, for real? You was a Paul yeah. Walker fan like that? Yes. Fast and Furious is my favorite franchise of all time. I was a huge oh, Paul Walker so I never knew that. I never knew that. That's crazy. Nipsey shit hit me hard, but I had only been a fan of Nipsey for like a year and a half to that point. I was so I wasn't following him as long as everybody else. See, Nipsey fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie, um, but not as much as like uh, as Kobe did. Bro, nothing Nip- fucked me up as much as Kobe. So let me tell you about how like I was I was talking to uh, I was talking to this this chick from Cali, and we were on the phone, and she's a diehard Nipsey fan. Like if I'm not mistaken, they from the same hood. Like that's where she's from. Because I know I I know when I like when when I y'all remember when I went out to Cali. Last uh, in 2019, I went to go see her, but um, I was on the phone with her when the Nipsey news came out that he got shot, and I had seen it on my timeline. I hung up. I said, oh, "Let me let me call you right, right back." Nipsey just got shot, and that was her favorite rapper. Man, I cried like a little bitch. <clears throat> oh my goodness! Uh, I didn't like with Kobe. I didn't cry. I was just fucked up. I cried when Nipsey died, nigga. Like y'all know, I was guy. Y'all know that was my motherfucking nigga. 
Yeah, yeah I, I cried about three times behind Kobe shit. Yeah, no, as far as Kobe, I, I was at work when I found the news. I remember I was at work. It was a slow ass lunch shift. Um, I got the, I got, I seen something on social media. I'm like, no, I didn't so believe it. Like you. So just like you, Reese, you know, just like you said, you know, people be killing people off on the internet all the time. So I immediately searched it up. Didn't see nothing. Finally, obviously, the news rolls around, and I end up finding out that it is a thing. And you know, just like I didn't, I didn't cry initially off of that because like, it fucked me up. But you know, I'm not wasn't like a huge Kobe fan. Um, he, I definitely fucked with him heavy, but it wasn't one of those things. It's like it's gonna you know, push me to tears as far as that goes. When I found out that Gigi was with him, that was the point. I didn't sob, but boy, when I tell you that, like, man, <laughs> that 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 was that was the main part. That really, really fucked me up. Was just imagining his daughter being on that, and like that's. I was ready to watch Kobe in the female form, that, and I knew that that's what she was about to be for real. For real. like, she was man. about to change like the WNBA. She, she was going to bring a lot to, of eyes to the WNBA. So where to, guy? That's what I've been saying since, since even before that day. You know, when I used to watch, you know, watch old videos of or you know them two together, and like she's at every fucking game with this guy. You know, on the you know on the on the uh, or court side on the sideline, you know, just like she was, she was definitely being her fucking highlights, nigga. Dog, I was she like, was just yeah. like him, dog, just I like him. And and that was before she passed. Like I was like, yo, this little girl right here gonna be a, she gonna be a fucking mm-hmm. problem. She gonna be, she gonna be a problem for real, for real. I was like, yo, she's wrong. Bro, that today I read that Powell letter that he wrote on Twitter. Oh man, nigga, I was at work when I read that shit. I had to go to the bathroom for half a second, collect myself. I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, boy, that just that just shows if you were willing to accept Kobe for what he was and who he was on that court, and when it came to his his passion, that just shows that he was going to show you the love that you deserve and the love that you know you. You had to demand his respect, and Powell did that. And they were obviously loved each other like family, um, which a lot of people, you know, I've even said it was one thing that I've said a lot throughout my career. It's like, well, nobody wanted to play with Kobe, which was half true. I'm not going to pretend like that wasn't a whole lie, but it just really shows it speaks volumes on the character of those people. It's like, you're not built to play with Kobe. Yeah. You're not ready mentally to play with a man like that. You're just not. Um, and I don't know, man. I feel like it's just more of a testament to Kobe's work ethic and his his, his drive, man. The way that he pushed his teammates, and you know, it's very similar. To, you know, and I know you you're gonna fucking hate this Reese because you can't stand this player, but it's very similar to Tom Brady and the way that he pushes players, and you know, just the the culture that he brings with him as a whole. Um, I know I don't know if y'all ever seen that post. I forgot who shared it. Uh, but it was basically Tom Brady all the- and his cool ass coat. That's <laughs> one of the hardest coats I've ever seen in my life, and it made me so mad. Oh, yeah, not even not only that, dog. Yeah, that video I about threw my phone out the window because I was like, God damn, these niggas really ain't going nowhere. But <laughs> they're still here, man. Um, but it's a post of back whenever Tom Brady was born. I think it was Joe Montana got drafted like a year later, and it was like basically everywhere that this man has gone, championships have just followed this man for real, for real. It's just one of those things. It's like some people just, and obviously that's just coincidence. It's kind like of funny because LeBron was born the year Jordan was drafted. Bro, that's one of the things. It, it, it's crazy, yo. It's wild to think about. Like those certain like coincidences. 
Um, but like some people really do just bring that winning culture and that winning, you know, mentality to an entire franchise. And Kobe Bryant's one of those people. I mean, granted, he was blessed with, you know, the second greatest coach of all time. Uh, he was blessed with possibly the greatest sensor of all time in his career. And I mean, let's not pretend like Pau Gasol and Byron <laughs> Sure to say greatest coach of all time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, that. I agree. So. Hey, I fucked with you, Reese. I was just waiting for some shade to be thrown my way, but I fucked with you for that. For real. Thank y'all. That's real. That's real as fuck. Because I just I'm knew y'all were hate. I pointed out that you definitely let that second greatest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He I made had sure he said that. that. I had to speak. I had to say that shit clearly for the people to hear. Uh, ain't no bullshit, man. Hey, give Popovich, Kobe Bryant, and Shaq. Well, you know how many fucking rings that man would have won? That's shit. Anyways, that's besides the point. Don't get me started. <clears throat> but yeah, man, Kobe was just, he was, a, he was a different animal, man, for real, for real. Another favorite Kobe story of mine. I, I don't remember. I think Iman Shumper told this story because Iman's got some stories for I know what story you're about to tell. I know what story you're about to tell. He said, fucking Kobe. Cause they were they were picking up on their sets and shit like that. So Kobe started talking to Pargasol in Spanish on the court, so they couldn't mm-hmm. fucking yeah. they could pick up what they was doing. He's like, "What the yeah. fuck?" People, for, hey, people forget that um that boy was born in Spain, if I'm not mistaken. Italy, Italy, or Italy, 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 Italy. Italy. That's what it was. I knew it was one of the two. I remember uh, LeBron Which, said that was an NBA. That was overseas. Yeah. LeBron said he knew he was he thought he was famous until he went to China with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another one. I thought you was about to tell the Iman Shumper story where uh, I think he told it the hot not seven where they was having a game and Iman was uh doing good guarding against Kobe and like in the third or fourth quarter. So yes, yeah. Kobe I told him that. like, Hey, good, good game. game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Yo, what you on?" Like, yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. And then he's popped off for like 15, 20 points in the fourth quarter. But uh, what was I about to say? He said he reached over and tapped me on the ass. He said, "Hey, good game." It was a Kevin Garnett story that he told about Kobe on all the smoke, but I can't remember. It has something to do with him training with Gary Payton, but I can't remember exactly what it was. So, so I don't want to tell it. Uh, but not after all the smoke, you know what I'm saying? I man. fuck smoke. Man, I just recently started and, watching. Uh, I don't, I've been I've been late to the party, bro. For real, for real. They're, they're, they're them and Knuckleheads is like my favorite bat. My Knuckleheads, all the smoke, and through the wire are my three favorite basketball podcasts. I fucking they're, love them. <clears throat> I'm about to I'm about to peep Knuckleheads. I've never seen them. You never listened to the Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Rigg mm-hmm. sending uh, Darius Miles? No. That and it, it's like. I love all the smoke and knuckleheads for different reasons because all the smokes get all the smoke gets into like they'll get into real shit like politics, behind the scenes shit, real life shit, but they'll throw some basketball in there. The knucklehead shit get into all the stories and the basketball stories and like they'll talk to players from the nineties and early two thousands back when they had to go to the camps and shit and all of that. I love that shit. That's that's I love I it for love different it. reasons. Yeah, that's that's I what love I'm trying to listen to. The main reason I love the smoke is they are not afraid to admit, nigga, I was high my whole career, nigga. Yeah, they ain't got to admit it. Niggas knew. Niggas yeah, knew. Right. But what would you? What I'm saying is you never really see athletes post-career talk about how much niggas in the league smoked and be high the whole time. No, that's time. just like Calvin Johnson coming out and saying and admitting that he was smoked before every game. Well, yeah. playing for Detroit, you got to. 
We were supposed to be keeping this motherfucker short and we going on damn near hours. Bro, you already uh, knew this wasn't gonna be short. Come on now, you know how we do. You get talking about uh, and then you, yeah, we talking about sports and Kobe. like reminiscing on Kobe. Yeah, facts. The hardest part about the whole Kobe thing was obviously we loved him as a player, but I was really enjoying like watching him post career. Yeah. Yes. Because he was doing a lot of interviews talking about he did an interview That's- with Knuckleheads and all the smoke. He did an interview uh, yeah. with both. I don't See, know if you listened the, all to the both, smoke one, The All the Smoke one was dope, bro. Yeah, I've watched that whole a couple times, actually. You got to listen to the one with Knuckleheads. That's dope, too. But, uh, yeah, and to be honest, out of respect, since he's passed, I don't make WNBA jokes anymore because it's like, bro, I love Kobe. And for me to disrespect the game of women's basketball and that, organization, an organization that he cared about and showed a lot of support to, I'd be disrespecting him. So I've tried to support. And even if it's like, I'm not saying people have to support the WNBA either, because if it's not for you, it shouldn't be forced. But if it's not for you, don't disrespect them, because then women can hoop still. That's real. Like, no, that's real. Absolutely. Anna Taurasi is one of the best hoopers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, that's real. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Unless y'all got something hey, else to say, we can wrap it hey, up. Hey, I seen something. I seen something on uh, social media the other day. It was, uh, it was. I want y'all to go watch because it was like we're coming upon you know the day. Obviously, today the anniversary of the tragic accident, and it was like I want y'all to do something. I want y'all to go watch "Dear Basketball" by Kobe Bryant. I watched that, and then and then come report back to this post. Have you watched it since his passing? Yeah. You I have? didn't see it before his passing. Oh, for real? Yeah, I had never. Uh, that's that's the one he won the uh, Oscar for. The I had Gra- never yeah, seen it yeah. before he passed away. Almost had a Grammy. Yeah, the Oscar. That's crazy. I didn't know that you had never seen that. That's wild. I would I, th- I would have thought that for sure. You would have been on that. Yeah, I wasn't really like I wasn't big on short uh, short films, so I didn't really look it up, but. Once I realized how short it was, it's like it's literally a then I, uh, if yeah, not, if, if yeah. That. I wish it would have been but, uh, honestly. I I've watched it about five times since he's passed. It's crazy. Yeah, I haven't watched it once. Since you haven't watched it, obviously. Oh, okay. No, since I've, his passing. No, okay. Yeah, no. When it first came out, I watched it a few times. It was just so mm-hmm. beautiful to me, and it was all. It was just one more thing that I was like, God damn, this man's just so hard to not like. You know what I'm saying? saying it's just like because as somebody i basketball is my favorite sport anybody that knows me knows that you know i've always been basketball first um i grew up playing it you know my my, my whole family was kind of a basketball family you know my, both my parents played in high school um so it's just one of those things but uh man you could just you could just feel the love for the game in his in his work as far as that little short film goes man like not that you couldn't see it firsthand, but just hearing him speak on it, it's a whole different vibe. And it's just the animations to go along with it. Like, man, it's any of you that haven't watched that shit out there. I can't imagine that any of the, you know, the 40 people out there that are listening haven't. Go watch that. For real, for real. If you have not. You got any uh, words before we close out, Jerome? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm trying not to get all emotional thinking about it. I said it all. Well, uh, out of respect, before we do close out, I want to send a uh, 
rest in peace to my boy Sekou Smith. I don't know if y'all watched NBA oh, TV or not. Yeah, thanks. Uh, he's a he was an NBA analyst on NBA TV. Uh, passed away at 48 from COVID complications. So, rest in peace to Sekou Smith. Uh, condolences to his family. I personally don't pray, so I don't say prayers up, but condolences to his family. Uh, <clears throat> definitely yeah. was fucked up to hear on today of all days, but you know, I know for real, that time, like life shit ain't fair, but I wanted to show him some respect while we was, you know, on the topic of basketball and death and stuff. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Uh, wrapping it up for Mind Reese podcast number 824. I'm glad that y'all was able to break away for a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you came up with the idea. Because I had thought about it, but I was like, it's kind of too late. So I just said forget it. But I'm yeah. glad you like, you know, put it out there. Yeah, my, uh, it's funny because I like I said, I read that letter from Pal on Twitter. Literally went to the bathroom and was just sitting on the toilet, like, but we gotta do something. Like we, we like something. Just even if we, we get to get on that podcast and just tell a story a piece, like I just want to do a little something, something for real, for real. Plus, it's therapeutic. So, yeah. It is. Oh God, yo, like very hey, therapeutic. Get out, hey, like what's what's my saying? Get out get my out head. My head. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ, bro, for real, for real. Hey, get out my head. Uh, shirt's coming to y'all soon. On a lighter note, <laughs> let's close this out because we know Derek gets up for another thirty minutes, and I'm hey, burning gas in this car. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So that's it for the podcast. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. We love you and miss you. Rest in peace, GG. Mabasita. Uh yeah, that's it. Man, I'm usually good at closing these out, but it's kind of different. So. <laughs> it is. It's a whole different vibe. That's what, like it's funny because all day I was ready. And then here we go. <laughs> it's a whole different vibe. Yeah, I don't really I don't really know what to say, but peace. That's it. Y'all be easy. Peace out. We'll be back.